Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Lord, we exalt your name. We thank you for such a day as this. It is such a great day that you have given to us today. A day that we can rejoice. A day that we can enjoy. Lord, we thank you. As we are in your presence, there is fullness of joy. So Lord, our hearts are filled with joy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being so kind to lay down your life that we might have life. Lord, help us to do likewise. To lay down our lives for others. Also to come to know you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, this month, we are going to be talking about the subject of faith. We're talking about faith that works. And uh, I want you to really pay attention because we're going to try to bring out plain truth. Simple but plain. Some of you are well equipped and so you will hear things that you've heard before. That's fine. You know, it's good to Repetition is good. Amen. I like to stay on simple teaching that people will be helped. I, I got, you know, looking into the word faith and um, I, I, I found that it's only mentioned twice in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 32.20, it talks about children in whom is no faith. And then Habakkuk 2.4, it says they just shall live by faith. That's the only two scriptures in the Old Testament that talks about faith. And so the faith is a New Testament word. And when you think about it, you see, the Old Testament, they live under the law. And in the New Testament, they live by faith. Praise the Lord. We know that, we, and we're going to take examples from the Old Testament of people that live by faith. Abraham is the father of faith. 
you know. So, but we know that, but in general, the, 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 the Israelites, the people, could not live by faith. They were under the law. So, I want you to notice that faith is a New Testament word, and you are in the New Testament. Are you with me? That, no wonder why the Bible says the just shall live by faith. You see, they were not justified in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, through Christ, we are justified and we ought to live by faith. Amen. And there are, you know, there are different, or we can say, we can say faith is described in so many different ways. I mean, there are little faith, there are great faith, there are mustard seed faith, and there are, you know, the scriptures about, talks about people with no faith at all. And there are faith that makes us whole. Amen. You know, and, and I, I want you to understand that, you know, when we get into the, you know, describing or, or giving the definition of faith, listen, faith is something that is Visible, although faith is of the spirit. Part of it is visible. Amen. Jesus says, where is your faith? I can't see it. Are you with me? Jesus expects to see their faith. But he said, I can't see. In other words, what they were doing does not exemplify faith. That's a big word, man. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? And so, if, if, if you're in faith, your faith will be seen by others. Amen. It's just like someone that is born again. Listen, if you're born again, you can't hide it. You, you can't hide it. It's visible. People see there is a big difference in your life. There's a big difference in your attitude. There's a big difference with your walk with God. There's a big difference. You don't have to tell anybody. They know it. They see the difference. Praise the Lord. So, that's the whole page. Now, our scripture for this um, Series is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12 reads, That you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Amen. Amen. So, God does not want us to be sluggish, you know, lose, do things anyhow. God expects us to walk by faith, walk in faith. God expects us to take examples of those that have gone before us. Amen. Those that have gone before us, they walk by faith and therefore inherit the promise that God has given to them. Amen? 
And you and I today are going to inherit the promise that God has given to us the same way as they did. They obtained their promises by what? Faith, through faith. And what? Patience. Through faith and patience, they inherit the promise. Likewise, you and I. You might, you might have faith, but do you have patience? Do you have patience to wait? Can I have it, please, if you've done it? Please. Thank you. You see, in the... All right. Let me put it this way. Faith originated from God. Are you with me? Um, okay. I, I, I just want you to see as we go on, because this will go off. Probably you can't see from there anyway. But it's just the Hebrews 6. 12 that I've got it on the board there for you to see. But this faith that we're talking about, it originated from God. We know that the Bible tells us that um, through faith we understand the world was framed. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. We understand that the world was framed through faith. Amen? And the world that he's talking, what he's talking about there is when God in creation. In creation, God spoke things into being. Amen? Amen. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Are you with me? So it is that faith. You see, when God said, let there be light, he believed. He believed it. Are you with me? He believed it. And it is that faith that we should imitate. All right. All right. Then God gave authority to Adam. His creation. God created Adam. God gave authority to Adam. And you see, Adam is going to live by faith. Up until the fall, Adam was living by faith. He was living the way God was living. And God created animals. And he brought them to Adam. And the Bible says that whatever Adam said became their name. Are you with me? Adam spoke and so it became. 
See the pattern. God spoke things into being, gave the authority to Adam. Adam spoke and so he became. But Adam fell and lost that. But the Bible tells us that through Christ, hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? I just, I just prayed that, you know, thank you, Lord Jesus, for laying down your life for us. Through Christ, Jesus came and, 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 and explained to us how to walk by faith. He showed us how we can walk by faith. As a believer, you ought to walk by faith. There's no two ways about it. There is no other way. You know, the Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you need to learn to walk by faith. Adam gave... Um, you know, we know the story. Adam gave dominion, um, was given dominion to rule, and then he messed it up. Um, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, and then Genesis 2, 19 through 20, whatever Adam said, it became. Um, I, I want you to look at our father Abraham. In... Romans 4, I, 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 was, I was looking at the scriptures. We're gonna, just wait, wait a minute. If you, want to, if you want to read about faith, there are, three by, there are three books that you should look at. Romans, uh, and then uh, Hebrews, and then Galatians. Romans has the most of the faith words. And then you come to Hebrews and then Galatians. Others has, but not as much as these three. Praise the Lord. In Romans chapter 4, we're talking about faith that works. And, you know, faith, first of all, originated from God. He passed it to Adam, and then through Christ, we also have the faith. But look at Abraham, Abraham chapter 4, verse 3. Uh, uh, Romans 4, 3. Sorry. Romans chapter 4, verse 3. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Amen. Amen. So Abraham, what did Abraham do? In other words, Abraham had faith in God. And his faith was accredited to him as being righteous. Righteousness is having a, 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 a access back to God. 
having a right standing with God. And so without, without you stepping out by faith, you cannot have access to God. And that is, you cannot be born again, except you step out to receive Jesus by faith. Amen? And so, Abraham is our good example. And in Genesis chapter 15, let's look at it. What did Abraham do? That earned him the righteousness. Genesis 15. Read from verse 1 through 6. Genesis 15, uh, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your excellent great reward, exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliza of Damascus. Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord. And he accounted it to him for righteousness. Amen. Amen. So God said to Abraham, you know, listen, Abraham, don't you worry. This Eliezer is not going to be your heir. He's not going to inherit all that you have. You are going to have a child. Your own child from your own loins, and he will be your inheritance. He will inherit all that you have. And then, not only did God say that, then God took him. I, I, I got thinking about what does he mean by God took him out? Was God holding his hands out? And if you read the account properly and you meditate on it, it's not like, you know, God is having a conversation with Abraham. What's, you know, how is this conversation, how is it going on? How is it? Now, we have been cluttered with the world so much so that we, we don't hear from God. Are you with me? God was talk in heaven talking to Abraham. The same way that he's talking to you and I today. It's no difference. But they of old were sensitive enough to hear God. I, I, am I, am I, do you understand where I'm coming from? God was talking to Abraham. It was not as if, you know, 
there's some cloud, a, a voices that Abraham is here. No, he was talking to Abraham in heart. And he took him out and showed him the stars. Well, what does he mean showed him? You see, God is ministering to Abraham and what Abraham looked at the stars and Abraham saw the stars and he heard in his heart that God says, these are good, you know, you cannot number these stars. So will thy seed be. So would I see be. We, uh, you see, we want to hear something. We want some supernatural encounter. And even that cry, we still doubt. If you say you are a child of God, listen, your parents do talk to you. And if you say you are a child of God, God wants to talk to you. God do talk to you. It's up to you whether you listen or hear. But if you learn to obey the still small voice in your heart, that will be God talking to you. That will be God. You see, the thoughts, the thoughts that comes to you on surprisingly, so to speak, that's God talking to you. And listen, you see, how do you gauge it? Now, God won't tell you to go and rob the bank. So that will not be God. God won't take you to can I use you to hit that guy? God won't tell you to skip, you know, what do you call that? Stab, thank you. Somebody. God won't tell you to do evil. So don't say, I heard a voice and the voice said I should, you know, do something that is ungodly. But God will tell you to do good. I told you about when I was, you know, God's telling me, somebody has blessed me and God said, go and put that in the, in the offering. I bind the devil in the name of Jesus. You see, my flesh is saying no. I needed a pair of shoes. This is, you know, I'm going to buy a pair of shoes with this. But um, God said, go on, go and put it in the offering. God will always tell you to do good, not evil. That's my point. Amen? So, God told Abraham, this is what is going to happen. And that is what is said, Abraham believed God. Are you with me? Abraham believed what God had said. God has not come down in the physical form, but God has spoken to Abraham's heart. And from day one, when God called Abraham, Genesis 12, and he says, follow me, leave your, your town, 
and go to a place where I'm going to, going to, show, show, uh, I'm going to give you. Abraham believed. Abraham followed. So Abraham knows the voice of God. And when God is talking to Abraham, Abraham knows it is God. Amen. And the Bible says, Abraham believed God. Amen. We're talking about faith that works. Faith originated from God, and it has been passed on to us, and now the just shall live by faith. Faith that works begins with doing, or begins with hearing from God. Amen? It is said that faith begins... When the will of God is known. In other words, Abraham could not believe God. Abraham has no foundation, has no basis in believing God if God has not said anything. Are you with me? You can't, you can't believe God... If, God, if you have not heard from God. Now, this believe God that I'm talking about, I'm not talking about just having faith in God to get saved. But I'm talking about having faith in God, perhaps to meet a certain need that you have. The, you, need, you see, the faith in God that gets us saved is also a promise that Jesus, uh, God, you know, if, we, if you confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you will be what? Saved. That is a promise. And so when you know that and you confess it, you get what? Saved. Amen. And so, so you can only believe God. This is my main point. You can only believe God when you've heard from God. Those that do not know that they can be saved, they don't know it. They haven't heard from God. So they cannot be saved. They can't believe God. Amen. So, number one, faith that works is the faith that knows what God has said and is believing God. Are you with me? If you don't have faith, if you don't have faith, you see, it's because you have, if you don't have faith, you can't walk with God. And we all have faith. Amen? We all have faith. You know, every believer has faith. It took faith for you to be saved. Amen? It took faith for you to be, to, to be saved. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, 
but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Amen. Amen. If you read that accounts properly, it, and then he goes on and talk about to one is given this gift, to another is given this gift, to another is given this gift. So he's talking about believers having faith. Everyone has been given a, a measure of faith, a, an amount of faith. And with all our faith, we are supposed to be using our faith, helping each other. Praise the Lord. We're supposed to be using our faith, helping each other. You know, the one that has the gift of healing. You know what? Let me just clarify something here. Look. If God has given somebody a gift of healing, many times when they are sick, they can't heal themselves. I mean, when they are sick, they have to believe God to receive their healing. Whilst God has anointed them that they will lay hands on somebody and the person, and I'm not talking about, I mean, um, uh, Mark 16, that you shall lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. No, that's a general one. But there is a, a gift of healing that God anoints an individual that whoever they lay hands on uh, gets healed. And that person may be sick themselves. Praise the Lord. So you see, the, the, our, my point, that the reason why I'm saying that is this. The gift of healing is not for me. It is to help the body. So our giftings are not for us. It's for the body. It's for our brother and sister. And we become so selfish and so self-centered that we want to help ourselves is, you know, there's a, there's, there's a saying, it says, you know, um, we have a saying in, in our tree, it says, Anansi. Do you have ever heard of Anansi? Anansi. Anansi. When Anansi is dividing things between you and, uh, and Anansi, and that the, the things are three, three items, three oranges, Anansi will say, I've taken one, you take one. I take one. So then it's finished. So Anansi is, is self-centered, selfish, that he takes two and gives you one. Instead of sharing it one and a half, one and a half, Anansi is so selfish that he's, he's so, he thinks he's wise. So he says, I take one, you take one, I take the next one. And in our gifting, as the body of Christ, you see, you need this. If you want the really, 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 if you want to see God in your life, you need to forget about yourself. If you really want to see the power of God, the manifestation, the, the, the blessings of God, you need to forget about yourself. And focus on God's people. When you are doing God's business, God will do your business. Praise the Lord. So we've all got a measure of faith. 
We've all got faith. And listen, it's not just healing. It's not just, you know, interpretation of tongues or whatever. It's not just the, 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 the gifts of the Spirit. No, in every department, in any area of life, we have giftings. Amen? We have faith to work, that, that, to help us to do everything that we need to do in the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. You know, um, um, Philippians 3.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's nothing in this world that you cannot do. So people say, well, I'm, listen, don't say I can't do it. Say I won't do it. There is no such thing as I can't. Because in Christ, if you want to, you can. I t I've told you here before. You see, in the world that I can't, one plus one makes two. But in Christ, one plus one can make ten. Jesus making the other eight difference. So he will make that difference for you, for you to be able to do what you need to do. So you can, not in your own strength, but in his strength, you can do all things. In his strength, you now I don't mean now listen, I don't mean you can go uh, 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 to the to, to King's College and start uh, um, you know uh, um, doing operation. No, I can I can do all things through Christ. You go and you start you know chopping somebody's no, that's not what I mean. But you can become a doctor through Christ. You can learn and he will encourage you from the unction of the Holy Spirit. You can study, you can study and say, this is what God wants me to do. You can do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So don't use anything as an excuse not to do what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. Uh, 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 Stephen was sharing last week, fear. Amen. Fear. Don't allow fear to hinder you. You can do it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. When my mother came here after I was ordained by mama, he called me in, a, in, 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 a, in her room. He sat me on the bed. And I was looking at her, and she was looking at me. This was the first day she heard me preach. And she said, she said, Yao. That's my name for those that do not know. I was born on Thursday. It says, Yao. If somebody had told me that you can do what you are doing, you can stand in front of people, I, she said, I would say, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't have, she wouldn't believe it. She wouldn't believe it. 
can't stand in front of five, ten people, let alone twenty and thirty, and you know two thousand. But listen, God can make you do anything if you only, if only you will yield to Him. See, the things that you are comfortable in doing, most of the time it's not even God. See, he will, he will do it in such a way that you will know it's him. That's why he takes the foolish things of the world to confine the wise. You don't know What God has done in my life, you have no idea. So there is absolutely nothing that is impossible. And you see, listen, let me just listen, listen, please, please, please get away from I can't. That is not God's will for you. If God is leading you to do something, he will surely equip you. Don't make the excuse that because you're not comfortable, God's not, you, God's not you, God is not leading you. No, God may be leading you in areas that you are not comfortable because he is the one that is going to make the difference so that you will attribute all the credit unto him. My God, my English is really high today. Praise the Lord. Church, you know, your faith, if your faith is not working, and we're going to really, I want to really cut it up and dissect it and really, really, really get into the, the, the bottom of this faith. If your faith is not working, if you're believing God for something, first and foremost, what is God saying about that situation? See, Abraham, listen to me. Please, listen. What does the Bible say? Abraham believed God. And we, we read what God said to Abraham that he believed. All right? So, you need to know what God is saying to you. You see, the Bible is God's word spoken to you and I. Unless you can stand... If you lift up your foot over here, I can stand on it better. Unless you can stand on the word of God, you have no base basis for faith. And you just can't say, you know, I've prayed. No, 
if you are believing God, if you are acting, if you are walking by faith, you have to have a base. And the base is the word of God. What God has said, that's the one you are going to believe. That's the one you are going to say to God, this is what you have promised me. This is what your word says. I'm holding you to your word. You know, you, you, you can be bold. You can be bold to him. This is what your word says. Your word promised me. And you see, you, you, you personalize it, but it's for everyone. Amen. You personalize it, but it's for everyone. And so you believe that. What do you mean believe? Well, accept it. Trust that God, you see, the Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. If God has said it, Brahagan says, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. If God has said it, there is no, you know, the American says, God said it, period, full stop. If God has said it, it's, that's the end. But we, in the natural, we, you see, we, we, we are so, let me, let me, um, what's the word? Let me pull your legs a little bit. Listen, we are so educated that we say, yeah, God said it, but... And I'm, I don't mean, you know, education is good. God used Moses, God educated Moses so that he can write the Old Testament. So education is good. God wants us to be educated. But when it comes to the things of God, you need to understand that God said it, full stop, period. That is, no matter what is going on, that's, that's, that's how I trust God. No matter what is going on around me. No matter what it looks like. And it's not always going to be nice, you know. Look, Abraham, almost giving up. I, I think it was about, Abraham was promised about, Abraham, God called Abraham, I think, at the age of 75. And it was, you know, 120 Five or something before he had Isaac. Can't remember it fully properly, but you know, it was quite a long time. Praise the Lord. So there are bumps. As you walk by God by faith, there are bumps, there are mountains, there are hurdles, there are valleys. But in all that, you see, in all that. My God. Listen, in all that, you take a stand. You take a... Now, everything may be crumbling around me, but I'm, I have a stand. You know what? I'm standing on a solid rock. The solid rock is the word of God. And because the word is truth. I said, because the word is truth. Because the word is truth. Listen, it is a guarantee that if you are standing on the word of God, you will not fail. You will not fail if you are standing on the word of God.
if you are believing God, God will not disappoint your confidence that you have put in him. I want you to get this. I want you to write this in your head. God will not disappoint your confidence that you, you, you have in him or that you put in him. God will not disappoint your confidence. Praise the Lord. We're talking about faith that works. Faith that works originates from God. Adam, by faith, name all the animals. Jesus came and showed us how to walk by faith. We see Abraham. God promised Abraham. And Abraham became righteous because of his faith in God. Church, there's no other way that you can be happy but to trust God. And to trust God is to walk by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let's bow down our hearts in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of this world. We, we don't pray that Lord give us faith because you've already given us faith. But help us that we can increase our faith with you. Help us open, reveal truth to us where we are falling short, we can stand on your promises and believe you. Help us to be hungry for your word. For it is in your word that we see the promises of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.